It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. And joining us now with some breaking news is John Solomon of Just the News. John, talk about the big IRS whistleblower hearing, big fireworks. Yeah, a lot of contentious clashes. Uh, a great moment where Gary Shapley, the whistleblower whose name we've known for quite some time, uh, was clashing with Raskin, and Raskin kept trying to get him to say something. He said, no matter how many times you say it, it doesn't change the facts. This is what happened. These whistleblowers repeatedly stuck to their guns. They provided a factual recitation of how the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware thwarted their ability to investigate Hunter Biden like other tax suspects and defendants that they've dealt with, that they did sign off on a larger felony case and then back away from it. And then the second whistleblower for the first time, we've known whistleblower X. Now we know his name. His name is Joseph Ziegler. He uh, has worked for the FBI, the IRS for 13 years. He went out of his way to identify himself as a gay Democrat married to his husband, who was present at the hearing to disarm some of the Democrats who might try to suggest, well, he had a partisan motive in going after Hunter Biden. That took the whole political angle right off the table at the beginning of this. But the, the, in great detail and specificity and consistency, these whistleblowers described how at every step of the investigation, they were thwarted from normal tactics that an investigator would use. Uh, Hunter Biden was tipped off or his team or the Biden team was tipped off several times. And as Joe Ziegler said, they, they, they were slow walked to an extreme level. Uh, the very consistent uh, story now also backed up by an FBI whistleblower who was interviewed Monday by the same committee. Yeah, what did you think was the most compelling? I was watching it and they seemed very credible. They seemed very methodical. They didn't seem partisan. Your reaction? Yeah, listen, I think these are what uh, most law enforcement people who work in the FBI and IRS look like, talk like, and work like. They just want to arrest people for crimes and do so without regard to one's politics or identity or fame. Uh, And they realized in this case that that wasn't uh, happening here, that Hunter Biden was clearly being treated differently because of his name and his father's connections. Uh, And every time they tried to restore the investigation back to the way it normally would be done for any other Joe Q public member of the American public. They were thwarted. And uh, I think they, they came off exactly as who they are. They're just, there are thousands of FBI and IRS agents who go to work every day, just trying to do their job. And these two guys just happened to draw a politically explosive case and they saw politics infect every part of the decision-making process. And as a result, Hunter Biden got away not paying taxes on his Burisma money. That's something they testified to today. And he got off with far lesser charges than which had originally been agreed to be brought and that other defendants would have faced if they weren't named Hunter Biden. That's the sum total of their testimony. You know, I want to ask you also, uh, before I let you go, about James Comer. Apparently he's going to be subpoenaing some big documents. Talk about that. Yeah, today is the big uh, hearing for him. But next week, the big moment is that Devin Archer, the business partner, right-hand man of Hunter Biden during much of his foreign business pursuits, uh, is going to has agreed to cooperate and testify in a, um, a transcribed interview. And he has a tranche of documents frozen in time from when they were pursuing the money from Ukraine, Burisma, China, Romania, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and uh, he can't get access to them. The FBI seized them back when uh, Devin Archer was indicted and eventually convicted in a tribal bond scheme. And he wants them back. He's paid the money for them, and the firm that has them just hasn't transferred them. 
James Comer said, enough's enough. We're going to drop the subpoena. Congress will get them for both Devin Archer and the American public. This could be a very important tranche of documents. They're documents the FBI had in their possession. And uh, if they were to come to light, I think they would answer a lot of the questions about who knew what, when, what they were talking about contemporaneously, things that can't uh, be attacked as bad memories. There's frozen in time as factual evidence. Wow. Well, John Solomon, thank you so much for joining us here on Cats and Cosby. Always have some big stuff. Thank you, my friend. My pleasure. Thanks a lot.